Welcome to the Huntley Baptist Church Podcast. We hope that this message can be an encouragement to you today. Please feel free to contact us at huntleybaptist@extra.co.nz or visit us at huntleybaptist.com. Well, good morning from me. January's been a bit of a fruit salad. We've had uh, no theme running through the whole of January, but I've been hearing wonderful reports of the messages so far this year. So um, today we're... Oh, I'm doing a a one-off, really, but it may lend itself to going into a series in due time. It's called Blessed to be a Blessing. And... uh, yeah, it's um, following on perhaps from the others in some way. 1 Peter 3, verse 8 and 9 says, Be tender-hearted, be courteous, not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, blessing, knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. You know, before we turn the light off on New Year's Day uh, 2020, Jenny read the word for today. We were just um, calling it today. And um, she read from the word for today. And the reading was from Jeremiah 8, verse 10. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And the moment she read that, I just felt God say, This is going to be a year of great joy. Are you excited? So we are speaking that joy into, into the year and into our lives, and we're excited that 2020 may hold in store for us personally and as a church. And, you know, even if challenges come, let's decide now we're going to thank God for them in advance and learn to bless people that may hurt us. You know, 2019 was a tough year for many of us, but let's not look back. Uh, Let's look forward with 2020 vision. Did you see what I did there? (laughs) So, hey, what a joy it's been this week too, um, seeing 12 people, 12 people hungry for God's word, coming to a Bible study in mid-January. That was a real joy for us coming back to Um, Well done to the team that have kept that going. So that's great. So that's a little bit of an intro into this whole thing of being being blessed to be a blessing. Let's turn to Genesis 12, 1 to 3. Genesis 12, 1 to 3. And we're going to read about the call of Abram. And the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country your people and your father's household, to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. And I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. You know, centuries before this reading, but only 11 chapters back, God blessed Adam and Eve. In Genesis 1.28, he said, God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. And some versions uh, say, Have dominion over the earth. In other words, God blessed them and then said, Essentially, 
You are to have a delegated authority over my creation. But you know, we know the story. Despite the fall of man resulting in Adam and Eve leaving the garden and then leading on to Noah's flood, or not Noah's flood, but Noah's ark being rescued from the flood, and a fresh start, restoration, God still wants to bless Abram just 11 chapters later. Then centuries more pass, and despite people messing up time and time again, killing the prophets, not listening to God's word, um, not getting it how he said to do things, um, he sends Jesus. And the last thing Jesus does before his ascension is to speak a blessing over the disciples. In Luke 24, verse 50 and 51. Are you seeing a pattern here? God creates and speaks a blessing. Man sins. God restores and speaks yet another blessing. Man sins again. God redeems through Christ and man's sin is paid in full. And Jesus speaks a blessing as he delegates his work on earth. You know, once we get a revelation of all that happened on the cross, we realize we were so blessed at that moment that if Jesus were to do nothing else for us, never do anything more for us, but die on the cross, we would still be the most blessed people on the planet because we are promised eternal life with him. But we realize once we get to know him that he's still in the business of blessing us today. He keeps on blessing in word and deed. Why? Because he wants us to now take up the authority we have in Christ and bless others. The authority that Adam gave up, he wants us to have and bless, to bless others. And he's still saying to us, be fruitful, go and bless others. The message hasn't changed, but just his way of us achieving it has. You see, once we get a blessed to be a blessing, blessing mindset, it brings a purpose to everything we do. Even if we're stuck in a menial task, we can do it with great joy if we know that the goal is to benefit others. You know, there's many ways to bless others, but today my message is primarily about the words we speak. And many of us don't realize what an amazing tool we've already been given to enable us to bring life to others. And that tool is the awesome power of blessing with our mouth. The Greek word for blessing is eulogia, from which we get the word eulogy. So in practice, this means to speak well of. That's where the meaning of the word eulogy came from, to speak well of, or to speak the intention in favor of God over a person. The French word for blessing is benediction, or benediction, or good speaking, if we break that down, Benny, good diction, speaking. 
Their word for a curse is malediction or bad speaking. And once we get a hold of this, it changes everything. Suddenly, our language becomes a whole lot more important. It's a discipline to speak well of people, especially in the workplace, I've found. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So words contain tremendous power, either positive or destructive. And for many, speaking well of others doesn't seem to come very naturally. We often wait until someone dies before we say nice things about them. Proverbs says we will reap what we sow when it comes to the spoken word, and that's what comes out of our mouth. Reflects our heart condition. So what's coming out is what's been put in. Matthew 12, 34 and 35 says, Out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. So what's in there? Because it's going to come out. A good man out of, out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. And when I say man, I'm meaning mankind. So... Despite knowing that our words are powerful for good and evil, our default setting is often to react with negativity when spoken to badly. If someone cuts in in front of us or someone, someone says something really nasty, our default setting is often to react, isn't it, negatively. And our old nature is wired to return insult for insult. And I've got to confess that many times I've failed in this area. Jenny has a saying, when bumped, the real you comes out. <laughs> 1 Peter 3, 8 and 9, the verses we began with, um, give us the keys to change. So let's read them now. Let's turn to 1 Peter 3, 8 to 10 actually, we're going to read. Finally, all of you, be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay, repay, repay evil with blessing, because to this you were called, so that you may inherit a blessing. For whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. It's very easy for us to receive blessings, enjoy them, and then not pass them on, isn't it? And worse still, to repay, repay insult with insult. Peter says we are all called to react with good speech and the love of Christ when we are confronted with bad speech and even says that being blessed is conditional on this. So with so much at stake, this is a big deal. This is a big deal, friends. We've got to die daily to this old nature that reacts so badly. 
I've been reading a little book by Richard Brunton called The Awesome Power of Blessing. And this is a big subject and worthy of a, of a whole series really, but today we are, we're just going to simply highlight the need to firstly know about this amazing spiritual tool available to us and then begin applying it to our lives. We need to also apply it to our marriages, our children, our place of work, our schools, our businesses and our church. Richard believes we need to be intentional and specific in directly speaking a blessing to every area of our life. Like the Lord's Prayer, our words should be chosen carefully to target who and what we are blessing. They should reflect the intention of God for that entity, group or person because the Hebrew word for blessing is actually barach, which means to speak the intention or favour of God. So we need to choose our words carefully, but also speak to the thing, speak to that thing in our life, that area of our life, that person need to speak to it directly. You see, in God's wisdom, he chooses to do much of the work on earth through us. And he wants us to bless on his behalf. Many Christians, um, without realizing it, turn blessings into prayers. Nothing really wrong with that. We absolutely endorse prayer here. We love prayer. We, where we petition the Lord on behalf of others. And that's the place of prayer. We love to pray for others, and that's good and right in Jesus' name. But speaking a blessing is to step into our authority as a believer and to speak a blessing directly to the target or the recipient. An example of this is where Richard um, began speaking directly to his own company. He said, Colmar Brunton, I bless you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I bless you in Auckland, and I bless you in Wellington, and I bless you in all the other regions. I bless you at work, and I bless you at home. I release the kingdom of God in this place. Come, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. In Jesus' name, I release ideas. I release favor in the client and employment marketplace, and I bless our company vision. And I've shortened it slightly. That's not the full version. <laughs> From that moment on, he, you know, he, he noticed a change. And he, and he changed his, his uh, thinking about this thing of blessing. Um, he changed the wording from God bless to I bless in Jesus' name. He believed he heard the Lord say, well done, son. Use the authority I've given you. We are to bless on God's behalf. The business did prosper, but that was, a, it was not a one-off cure or a one-off event. You know, blessing is, is really like a lifestyle of, of just speaking in to people's lives and to our businesses and whatever. We need to regularly direct blessing to our family. We need to directly bless our family, our work, our church, people who have hurt us in any way, 
and any others the Holy Spirit brings to mind. We've been blessing the guy that stole Jenny's phone just before Christmas. <laughs> so just to recap what's been said, we're just going to whip up a few things for the, the note takers. Number one, we need a revelation of how truly blessed we were at the cross and turn that into blessing others. Number two, we need to discipline ourselves to turn our bad speech into good speech because our old nature defaults to negativity. Number three, we need to repay evil with the good treasure that should overflow from our new nature and turn uh, you know, evil into good, not insult into insult. And number four, we need to turn good speech into a direct blessing, being specific about God's intention and favor on things. To wrap this up, I'd just like to share about a small thing that Aaron and I learned about four or five years ago. Some of you may remember or have had a um, bit to do with the predicted dairy pay payout at that time or income that we were supposed to receive that year. It dropped well below the cost of actually producing the milk. And the forecasts were that the following year would be even worse. And Aaron and I decided we were not going to read any of the free farming mags that flooded into our house, full of doom and gloom. <laughs> Just a small thing. We decided we are not going to read these articles about the doom and the gloom. Instead, we began to talk about all the ways we could save and or make money elsewhere. We avoided getting into gloomy discussions and kept busy making progress without spending. And we found ourselves needing to encourage those that worked for us. We found ourselves needing to encourage contracting clients and ourselves. <laughs> and finally things began to turn. We didn't make a profit for those years, but things turned out to be not as bad as predicted. An accountant friend of Aaron's said, how did you guys break even when everybody else has had to borrow big time? Um, I can honestly say it was simply God's blessing and favor by speaking positive things over the business. And I'm just beginning to apply these principles in, in God. Yeah, I'm just an amateur here. Every time I try to bless things directly, it generally just turns into a prayer, <laughs> which is fine. But it's not what God says, to take up our authority and bless and speak into things on our own back. There's much to learn about blessing and curses as I said, and we'll probably need to cover this in other messages. And there's just so many illustrations in Scripture of people who were blessed and who gave the blessing. But praise God, we were all blessed at Calvary. Amen. And now God is saying, because you are blessed to be a blessing, it's time to rise up and step into the authority Jesus won for you on the cross. 1 Peter 3, 8-10. You know, maybe there's a need 
for a change in the atmosphere in your home. Maybe there's a need for a change of atmosphere at your work. Maybe you're facing a financial issue or a health issue or a health crisis. Why not test the Lord in these areas and begin to just speak, bless those you're having difficulty with? Or just speak to the issue that's confronting you. Bless it in Jesus' name and see how he can turn it around. Shall we test the Lord in this area? Can I encourage you to reach in and grab this awesome tool out of the toolbox that Christ paid such a high price for us all to use and go and speak a blessing over someone. Bless someone today. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Huntley Baptist Church Podcast. We hope that it has been an encouragement to you. Please feel free to contact us at